Bible and go to 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. We're going to rock and roll this morning. Say, my best days are ahead of me. All right, we're going to get into something powerful this morning and um, thinking for a change. The Bible says think on good things. I think if it just said think, it would be good because some people don't think at all. They just don't think. Y'all are lively. You will be before I get out of here. I'm not letting you go. Third John 1, 2. Let me read the scripture to you. It says, Beloved, I pray. One translation, King James says, I wish above all things that you would prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul is prospering. Now, in the body of Christ today, the, the body of Christ has the idea of, of what we call people coming to church and becoming a convert. Now, let me go over that. That's huge because the idea is come to Jesus, get born again, and anytime you have a problem, you pray, God fixes it, and then you go on your way. That really is not true. That's not true. The scripture says, I wish above all things you would prosper. Now, prosper means full supply and be in health. <laughs> Excuse me, but it's contingent on something. Your soul prospering. In other words, if you are not going to do something with the way you think, life is not going to change for you. You and I, we have this idea that somehow or another healing, you get sick, someone prays for you, God heals you, and that's just kind of like, but you, Christians should not even be sick, and we should go for health, not healing. Now, why is it that the church is not healthier? Why is it that Christians aren't prospering? Why is it that Christians' lives are not doing as good as they should? Because when you got born again, you have not done what you were supposed to do with your soul. Your soul is not saved. When, you're born, when your spirit's born again. When your spirit's born again, God took care of what you can't take care of. You were spiritually dead, so Jesus, God sent Jesus to the cross, died on the cross, rose from the dead, so that your spirit could be born again, and now you as a spirit alive with the very life and nature of God, but your soul is still a heathen. For, for, well, for, you say, well, wait, wait a minute, I ain't that bad. Yeah, you were that bad. All right. Now, now, depending on how bad you lived, when you got born again, you, you didn't have holy thoughts the day after you got born again. Your brain didn't just go, we're saved. It still ain't hollering, we're saved. So the Bible talks about the fact that God wants your soul to prosper. In other words, you and I are going to have to do something with the way we think. Joyce Myers made a statement that says, as the mind goes, the man follows. Your life is going in the direction of your mind, not in the direction of God and not in the direction of your new spirit. It's going in the direction of your head, good, bad, or ugly. If you're stupid, your life is stupid. Thank you. Now, a lot of people want to just have pray and have God take it all away, and he isn't going to. He's not going to. Now, there's grace. What I mean by that is God knows you're a baby. When, when we have a real baby, you know, we take care of a baby. We don't expect them to mow the grass and... You know, and, and I mean, but, but you can't stay a baby forever. You can't stay in diapers forever. So God's expecting you to do something with your soul. And your soul must get saved. It's not saved, but it must. So to the degree you're working on your mind, your life is improving. 
Boy, I'm preaching better than y'all are amen. Now, see, we can fix a lot of stuff. You can, you know, circumstances are not why, I just don't know what happened. Let, let me make a statement to you. Let me just sit here for a minute and have a talk with you. If your life is going to go the direction of what bad is happening or good, you're going to be a yo-yo to the day you die. You don't have a bad day because you're having a bad day. You can have a bad day and you can still maintain positive. You can still think right. God loves you. No matter what's going on, he still loves you. He still cares about you. He's still almighty God. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I don't care whether your mother-in-law likes you or not. God loves you. And you can maintain good, healthy thinking. Instead of having stinking thinking. I'm a spitting good right now. Amen. Come on, y'all. Proverbs 4. I'm, I mean, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Third, Proverbs 4. Let's rock on over there. Come on, y'all. If y'all don't get excited, I'm going to keep you here till the sun comes up tomorrow morning. You ain't getting on. You get, you're going to get happy one way or the other in this church. Proverbs 4. You see, this is the missing link in Christians. Come on. I mean, we really don't talk a lot about this. And I had a lady say something to me one day, and, I, and I'm, not, you know, I'm not mad at her or upset or nothing. But she says, Word of Life Church, y'all are, y'all are practicing new age. Listen to me. Just because new age talks about your mind doesn't mean God doesn't know you have one. I, you just look at people and go, you're crazy. <clears throat> if, if the devil steals something from the church, he still stole it from the church. I'm not going to stop talking about the mind because New Age talks about the mind. Don't mention the mind. See, just because we preach on the blood of Jesus don't make us cannibals. Come on. People are crazy. Anyway, that's enough of that. I, I won't get into that second service because the person I'm talking about don't go to first service. They go to second service. Anyway, Proverbs 4.20. And I'm going to let them have it, both barrels too. Kindly, with kindness. Proverbs 4.20. Look, now look at this. Look at this. We're going to answer how many of y'all want a better life? How many you say, oh, well, I wish it was good. Man, I'll tell you right now. I did wish it was a lot better than it is. Well, I'm going to show you. Oh, you want a formula? I'll give, I'm going to give you a formula. My son, and that's daughter's. The word son is not gender. <laughs> Glory to God. Get on that one for a while. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Don't let them depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart. Their life to those that find them and health to all your flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence out of it are the issues of your life. Folks, listen to me. You got to grab your Bible out. You got to, and you got to open up your Bible every once in a while and start having some real good, strong Bible th- thinking. Let the Word of God renew your mind and get your mind on that. Get your mind on this and off of whatever it is that's happening around you because the devil's jerking your chain. He said, I want you to pay attention to what I said. Pay attention to what I told you. You get your eyes on my word. You get your ears on my word. I want you to think about what I said. Now, now when do you do that? Well, I'm, for 40 minutes on Sunday. Good God, folks, come on. And this ain't a Sunday book. This is a Monday book and a Tuesday book and a Wednesday book and a Thursday book. I mean, this better be an every day of the week book. This better be a morning book and a noon book. I feel like a Pentecostal right now for some reason. I just started feeling like I got some haws. I mean, you know, he didn't say put your mind on me on Sunday morning. And some of y'all left your mind outside. You still ain't on him right now. I'm preaching to God. He died. I mean, I was, I'm not thinking about what I want to do today. I hope it ain't ready when I leave because I got something I want to do. Let's go over it again. My son, 
pay attention to my words. That means that if you're turning your attention on the word, you're turning it away from something. It's what are you thinking about? And when you're walking around, I'm in faith. I'm having a faith fight. Right now, I'm a believing God. No, you're not. There ain't no such thing as sad faith. I mean, if God is laughing, why, what's wrong with your face? I'm just confessing that God is good. I mean, some of y'all need to notify your face or stand on your head because I'm so tired of looking at your face. And listen, you, you, you lost the right to have a bad day when you got saved. You lost the right. What are you, what are you thinking? What is, what are you, listen, you don't have, you know, a, if a bird flies over your head, don't let him build a nest in your head. Just because you have a bad thought, shove it back out the other side. Just have a thought. Now nah, you ain't staying in there. You get down there. I want to, how do you get rid of a bad thought? Oh, put a good one in. I've had some bad thoughts. They just don't let them stay. Oh, boy, this is good. I'm, I'm excited one way or the other. I'm glad. You may not be able to change your circumstances, but you can decide how and what you think about. All right. You will never improve your life beyond your thinking. Never. And the devil knows it. Boy, it's quiet in this Baptist church inside. Who told you that you had to think like the world thinks? You know, every movie they're telling you how to think. Every commercial they're telling you how to think. Everybody wants to, your wife wants to tell you how to think. Well, I have my own thought. I'm going to have a rebellion right now. I'm going to have me a good thought whether you like it or not. I'm just going to rebel against everybody. I'm just going to have a good thought. <laughs> you know, I know people don't like me. I like me. I've had some good thoughts about myself. If guy is workmanship and he don't make no junk. So if you don't like me, you have a problem because I, God likes me, Jesus likes me, Holy Ghost likes me, my mama likes me, I'm a, so that's all I need to like me. <laughs> they didn't, I, that came in the church and they looked at me, shut up. <laughs> go, to 12, go to Romans 12 too. We're going to stay on thinking for just a mo few more minutes. We've got to stay here. Romans 12. Now, this is huge, guys. What I'm fixing to read is very, very big. Listen, say, my best days, they're ahead of me. Now, there's a, there's a book out called Think and Grow Rich. And people have, people have known for years that your life is going to go in the direction of your dominant thought. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about fantasizing and just making stuff up. You think you're an astronaut and you're not. I'm not talking about that. You know, um, I mean, some of you, you know, I'm, I, you know, I understand that your mama told you you were ugly and your dog told you you were ugly and all that. You might really be ugly. And I'm not talking to you to pretend like you was good looking if you ain't good looking. I'm, but I am talking about having a God thought. See, if, if you want truth, you can have a God thought. What does God think about you? What does God think about what you're going through? Think about that a while. Mac Hammond made a statement. He says, as a businessman, every morning when I wake up, I have a time 
that I sit back and, and I, I dream. You know what happened when you got old? You stopped dreaming. Kids dream. You should dream. You should sit around and think about, ah, when I grow up. I don't care if you're 80, you ought to be thinking about how, what you're going to do when you grow up. Some of you never grew up. I said, yeah, I didn't say that. I tell you what, I'm just, praise the Lord. Romans 12. Now, we could stay on one, but we don't want to get on one because you don't want me to get on number one. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, take your body and do something with it. Don't let it do it. Everything it wants to do, when it wants to do it, how it wants to do it, if it wants to do it, make it mine. And it don't need that extra piece of cookie and cake you wanted to eat anyway. Just tell it to shut up and let it mine. That's, that's Romans 12, 1. <laughs> I'm in a good mood right now. I mean, y'all ought to be glad. Now, Romans 12, 2. And don't be conformed or pressed into the image of this world. How? How? But be transformed or changed by the renewing of your mind. That means you need a new mind. A new, you got a new spirit? You need a new mind. Put on the mind of Christ. Put on the mind of Christ. Renewing your mind doesn't just mean reading your Bible. It means read it with the intention of doing it. And the Bible should paint a picture. Books. Now, when I was a boy growing up, now, some of y'all won't understand anything I'm saying. We didn't, have, we didn't have, well, we had a television. We had one. Me and Cindy had a television. Had three channels and rabbit ears. If you wanted to watch the rifle man, you had to turn the rabbit ears until he came in. Do you remember that? You remember that? Okay, Kenny. He, Kenny. And then we fun day got high tech and got an antenna out at the backyard, and 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 someone would go out and stand at it and turn it, based on whether you were on channel two, six, or nine. That was all there was: two, six, and nine; two, six, and eleven. Okay, okay, keep going. Oh, stop, stop, stop right there. There's my movie. All right. So we had movies, but the, but the way that when I grew up, we read books. That went over real well. But books were a way of going where you couldn't go and dreaming. And you could be a cowboy. You could be a pirate. You could be a prince or a princess. But the but books were designed to help you with your imagination. The Bible was written to help you with your imagination. If it says you're more than a conqueror, what does that look like? When's the last time you thought about that and had a real good, I am more than a conqueror. Man, I mean, I am like awesome dude. You say, hey, what's going on? Here? And I'm telling you, I'm just having a real good thought. It, the Bible was designed to change the way you think, and it should create pictures in your mind. If it's not going to create a picture, you're not ever going to change. If you're not going to, see, you got to get a, a mental image in your head of what God said. I'm a new race. Jesus is prototype. I'm going to ask y'all a deep question. Just it's real, it's real deep, real deep. Don't don't flunk it. If you went out and bought a raptor, which you shouldn't, and someone else bought a raptor, would they be similar? Well, y'all are quiet. I mean, I'm going to come back there and slap somebody. I need at least three people to answer me. Just answer the question. Should they be similar? Uh, okay, okay. Now, now, good God, you're woke up. All right, now let me. If you see Jesus and then you see a person that is made exactly like him, should there be a similarity? then why do you read about how awesome Jesus is and about how stupid you are? 
Folks, he made you a new species, new race, brand new person in Christ Jesus. Blessed coming in, blessed going out. Abraham's blessings are mine. Angels are listening to what I have to say. Praise God. I got the mind of Christ and the wisdom of God. Everything I put my hand to shall prosper. I mean, I'm just having some good thoughts right now. I'm just... You see, I've allowed the Bible to change my thinking. You see people talking about, well, you know, when you die. I've never had that thought. Jesus said, you'd never die. And I went, glory to God. I wonder what I'm going to be doing in 100 years from now. Well, in 100 years, I'll be dead. I won't. You can die if you want to, but I ain't. I'm going to take this skin off. Get some hair. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Y'all don't have to go to Disney World to have a good day. Don't let someone do your fantasizing for you. It's a dream world. Won't you dream your own? Get your own dream world. You don't need Disney World to have a good life. I mean, go home and trim your own hedges and make it look good. Good God, I'm feeling anointment. <laughs> y'all ought to look at y'all's faces. Brethren, I wish above all things you'd put your body under. And don't, be, don't look, walk, talk, and act like anybody on this planet, but be changed by renewing your mind. So then... And only then will you prove the word of God. It won't work for you. Till your soul's changed, it ain't working. Until you're thinking right, it ain't working. You're going to get some God thoughts. And you know what? You're going to make yourself think right because the devil has something to say to you. Don't tell me he don't talk to you. I've seen your face. I know he talks to you. <laughs> I can tell when he's talking to Lisa. I can tell when he's talking to me. I can tell when he's talking to the dog, and I don't even have one. Glory to God. Wrong thinking equals wrong living. Right thinking equals right living. Better thinking equals better living. Next question. Are you able to have your thinking challenged? I have a dream. I want to be invited to the Baptist church to preach. On tongues. It's, 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 some people call it a nightmare, but I would call it a dream. Don't you think that'd be fun? Pastor Morgan, would you come over and preach on the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues? <laughs> yes. By the way, by the way, y'all didn't know this. We went out to Chili's Friday night, and two waitresses that waited on us worked at Chili's right over here. They've been out of rehab for one year and been clean. They're both born-again Christians. And that, because we were like the last group, we had 27 people went into Chili's. Man, you know you're talking about a, a, you know, to get your tables ready. I mean, it's like clean the whole side of the restaurant up so we can sit down. Two, one person gave one of the girls $200. Another person gave one of the, one of the waitresses 200 and they, I don't know how many. One, one girl went, left there with over $500 in tips. And she said, she said, I wasn't supposed to work tonight. And I said, you better be glad you did. God had an appointment with you. Now, that's not why I told you all that. Because they sat down and talked to minister about their life and how they came out of drugs and how God, one girl got her kids back, the other one ain't got her kids back yet. And, and, and so we set them down, laid hands on them, got them both filled with the Holy Ghost. We got two waitresses sitting over there speaking in tongues. We went in the, we left the, we left the field and took the revival to Chili's. Come on, y'all. But, but, but see, I, you know, but see, she had to be willing. 
Are you willing for a new thought? She said, I'm ready for more of God. But I had to change her thinking. You know, I know you love Jesus. Are you ready for more? She goes, I want more. I said, you want to speak in tongues? She goes, I've heard about it. See, I had to talk to her. I had to, I had to get her thinking changed to get her to accept it and to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, let's go back to the, my denominational dream. Do you think everybody in there is going to uh, receive the Holy Ghost? No? Why? Because I'm not going to be able to change everybody's thinking. But the ones I can change their thinking, I can get them filled with the Holy Ghost. The ones I can change their thinking, I can get them healed. But I can't do a God can't do nothing until they change their thinking. Come on, that's heavy, folks. That's, this is huge. All right, let, let, let's take another crazy idea. Just crazy, crazy. What if I got invited to the kingdom hall in Jehovah Witness? And preach salvation. That'd be fun. Do you think everybody gets saved? I doubt it. Could? Why not? Because I, I would be challenging their thinking. And to the, only to the degree you can get them to quit thinking wrong and start thinking right, can God do anything? And they're going to go to hell if they don't change your thinking. Some of y'all are living in hell because your thinking's screwed up. And, until you, come on, I'm, it's, Cindy, say amen, somebody. Amen. Thank you, God. God, I'm starting. Until God's able to get you to think right. He can't do nothing in your life. That's huge. This is huge. Only to the developing of your soul. I wish above all things, God said, I wish you'd prosper. I wish you could walk in hell. My God, I wish you had. But only according to your soul prospering and you're going to have to have some God thoughts and you're going to have to be willing so let me ask you this are you willing to have a new thought well what if I preach on something you don't agree with could it be you're wrong <gasps> yeah if you're still where you are now where you were last year, you're messed up. I hope you don't think this. I don't think the same way right now I did a year ago. By God, I better not be thinking this way next year. I got some stuff in my head. Every time God wants to do something in my life, he's got to come after my dumb head. Well, what's wrong with you is you got some mess up there in your head and you thinking wrong. And he's got to get in my head and get me to think in a God thought. I didn't say it's a bad thought. It's just a God thought. Come on. So you, you, well, you know what? Your mama, your mama taught you some stuff that was wrong. Your mama did. She, and she's a good woman, but she taught you some stupid stuff. And your daddy taught you some stupid stuff, and your school teachers taught you some stupid stuff. And politicians have told you some stupid stuff, and you're just stupid. Come on, I'm going to come over here. And then you come to church and go, I don't agree with that. Well, just, just, don't, just don't get your feathers ruffled. Just sit down and get a Bible out and just maybe, just make it, make it, maybe. Maybe God's right. I know it's a stretch. Y'all, second service needs to come. I'm, I'm, I'm wasting all this anointment on y'all. Go to Philippians 4.8. Come on. Thank you, Jeannie. I mean, I'm starting to feel lonely, though. I'm going to have to have a good thought. They love Jesus. I'm going to have a good thought about y'all. They listening. I'm going to have a good thought. They listening. Philippians 4.8. Are you ready? Finally, my brethren, whatever's true, if it ain't true, but it didn't say just true because there's some stuff that's true. And you still don't want to think about just stuff that's true. 
because Disney's lost their mind and you don't want to be thinking about that. And that's the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth doesn't mess you up anyway. And anyway, whatever's true and whatever's noble, whatever's just or righteous, whatever's pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of a good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate and think about that. Now, you have to make a choice, David, what you, I, I, I ain't thinking about that. I'm going to think about the, I got some good, I got a head, you're going to think right about this. God heard my prayer. He answered me. Now, now I, I, got, I only got like five minutes, and I got to get into my alienation. It ain't in the Bible. Don't look for it. It ain't in there. It's a word. It's a secular word, but I, I stole it from the world. There's a thing called how to myelinate your mind. Do you know what that means? Myelin, myelination. That means that you don't have that thought embedded because you thought it once. You're going to have to think it and 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 think. That's why when you go to school, they make you do three times three is nine. Sideways, three by three is nine. Up and down, three by three is nine. Over and above. Three in front of the three and the other three behind the other three. And the next day you do it again, and the next day you do it again, and the next day you do it again, and the next day they 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 do it again. It's called teaching. Because the first time you heard it, you didn't get it. And the more you think of something, it cuts a groove in your brain. That's why worry is deadly because you're thinking it over and over and bad thought, bad thought, bad thought, until it becomes a stronghold. Well, what would happen if you had a good stronghold? <laughs> what if you took a good thought and went, God loves me. <laughs> God loves me. <laughs> oh, he loves me. <laughs> oh, he loves me. <laughs> but see, you got to hear it on Monday and Tuesday. You got to read that scripture over and 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 over. You get your mind myelinated. The Bible calls it meditating. The world calls it myelinating. Now, let, let, me, let me prove it to you. People who play pro, pro basketball don't go out there and go, okay, you're on the team. You ain't on the team, Jack. Just because you made that basket one time, that don't mean nothing to me. Can you do it again and again and again until it becomes Second nature. Thank you for that. There you go. When the word becomes second nature. Now your brain is myelinated. <laughs> but you will never, listen, nothing's changing in your life. Meditate, Psalm 1. Go to Psalm 1. Good Lord, have mercy. Come on, guys. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. You just don't know what I went through last week. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> I don't mean I don't care about you. I, I, just shut up about you just get bigger than what happened Psalm 1 blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the politicians ABC, NBC, CBS nor sins in the path of sinners or sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he myelinates. How often? Sunday morning. <laughs> I'm sure didn't like that sermon he preached last week. I had a good thought Sunday. 
I hope to God you had one when you got home. When you went to bed, when you woke up in the morning. If you don't have a good thought hitting your head, you make one hit your head. Get out of bed in the morning. God is good and he loves me and he's on the throne and my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life and today is a good day because whatever I put my hand to will prosper. Oh, glory to God. Well, you might want to say it again in 10 minutes because you're going to forget. You have totally forgot all about what you just said. Look, 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 look at it. In his law, he meditates. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that brings forth fruit in the season whose leaf shall not wither. He didn't say nothing about your job. He didn't say nothing about your income. He didn't say nothing about your schooling. He didn't say nothing about whether you were male or female. He didn't say nothing about your mama. And you know, then what that happened to me when I was a kid. He didn't say nothing about that. None of that has anything to do with anything. Well, it doesn't mean, they don't know how it made me feel. Well, shut up about the way you feel. Come on, y'all. Listen to me. Say, that works. That's four of you. Let's go for eight. Say, that works for everybody all the time. So your circumstances are not controlling you. Your mind is. And you can, no matter what's happening, you can choose what you think about. No one can take it from you. Boy, this is so good. I'm, I like my, but the ungodly, verse 4, <laughs> they don't know nothing about it. I'm going to give you a few scriptures. I'm just going to quote a few to you. I just, James 17, God loves you as much as Jesus. Wouldn't that be wonderful if we believed it? But it will never be real until you think about it. You're going to think about it. Let's do, let's do another one. I wake up in the morning and I go, God loves me. <laughs> Look at Ephesians 2, 4. You don't have to turn over there. God who rich in mercy. Rich. He has lots of mercy for you. That You know what mercy is? When you do something stupid. It means that he's able to fix it so stupid doesn't catch you. That's called mercy. You say, you're going to wear it out? No, it says he's rich. In mercy. That means he got lots of it to give away. <laughs> I'm just going to get happy no matter how y'all look. James 1.17, every good and every perfect thing comes from above, from the Father of lights, and whom there is no variableness, neither shadow attorney. God is a good God. All right, here's another one. Here's another one. Ephesians 2.10. Listen to this thought. Let's have a thought. I'm his workmanship. He made me. He didn't mess up. I don't care what your mama told you. He didn't mess, he didn't mess up. You ain't a mistake. When I was born, I was just born out of time. No, you weren't. You were born right on time. You have a destiny just like Jesus has a destiny. What a thought. What a thought. Let's talk about you. The Bible says love others as you love who? Oh, that's the problem. I mean, if you don't even like your own self, because you're comparing yourself with people. Who told you to do that? I don't have anybody out there to compare me with because there's only one me. How do I compare me with anyone else since there ain't another me there? So since I'm the only one, that makes me special. And I don't want to be you. You be you and I'll be me. And it's okay. I, don't want, I want you to be the best you you'll ever be. 
and there's not another one, and that makes you awesome. That's, that's, what, if we, what if we actually thought like that? So I'm going to tell a story. I've told it before, but I'm going to tell it again because I, I have the pulpit. <laughs> and Mark Hankins set me free from the fear of repetition. I'm at the airport one day, and, and, a, and a plane lands, and Benny Hinn's pastor, they, they said, got off the plane. And they said, hey, hey, there's Benny Hinn's pastor over there, <gasps> hyperventilating. <gasps> see, I don't hyperventilate when I see anybody that they think is important because I think I am. It's an attitude, but it's a good one. So I walked over and introduced myself to a man who wanted to meet me. Hello, my name is Pastor Daryl Morgan. Yes, I am Benny Hens Pastor. Hey, it's good to meet you. Good glory to God. And we talked a minute, and I turned around and I walked back to my friend, and he said, Who do you think you are? I said, I am. Do y'all see the irony of how absolutely stupid that is? Uh, Benny Hinn's pastor is an awesome, there's no great men. All we are is men with a great God. And we all have the, I, I mean, I, my righteousness is, looks exactly like Kenneth Copeland's. It looks, I mean, when I get to heaven, my robe's going to look like Kenneth. You're not going to be going to go, that was Kenneth Copeland's robe, and that's the old Daryl Morgan robe. That's Kenneth Copeland's robe, that's Daryl Morgan robe. No, it's going to be, that's Kenneth Copeland. That's Daryl Morgan robe, that's his robe. And when I get there, people are going to be going, we have been waiting to meet you. Say, there's people waiting to meet me. There are. Under the Old Testament, it says, John the Baptist, the greatest prophet in the Old Testament, the least in the kingdom, greater than John the Baptist. And you don't, never mind. Heavenly Father, help me with the next service. We could go on and on and on and on, on and on and on and on, but I'm out of time, but I'm not out of sermon. Say, I'm going to think for change. Now, that's a play on words. That means if you want to change, you're going to have to do some thinking. I want you to, I'm going to give you an assignment, just like a school teacher. We'll give you an assignment. I want you to just write down some scriptures about what God said, and I want you to think about them. Myelinate them. I mean, look at them and go, Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Don't, don't think you're going to get it in a day or a week. They say it takes 21 days. Was it Caroline Leaf said it takes 60 something? Listen, Caroline Leaf made a statement. They, she had kids that half their brain was gone. Half their brain. They're, they're brain dead. She took this and said, I don't need but half your brain. Because most people don't use much of it anyway. And she took kids that were vegetables and got them through college with a 4.0. Because your brain is amazing. Please start using it for something good. Think good. I don't mean fantasy. I mean think a God thought. What I'm complete, I'm accepted. I'm blessed. I'm a new race. Whatever I put my hand to prospers. I'm going to have some good. See, I, I, I make it a point to sit down in a chair and to read scriptures and to think about them. Everything I've ever done in life is because I sat down and I imagined it 
Can we talk about this last weekend for a minute? Who do you think got the brainstorm to do it? I did. Did you know that God needed me to think about the lost? And to think we could do it? Because you're waiting on the Lord. I'm not. I'm tired of waiting on him. I'm waiting on the move of God. I'm going, I'm tired of waiting on you. I'm going to go preach. But see, are y'all getting this? How does, how does next year look to you? I want you, I mean, sit down and start thinking about it. If, if you work for someone, start thinking about owning that. I'm going to own your business. Or maybe you don't want that one. Maybe you want some, maybe you want, I don't What are you going to do with it? Don't, don't dry up and die because you're 80. Shut, stop that mess. I'm not done preaching. Y'all, there's a lady one time that they, they, they interviewed the people that lived over 100. You know what they all said, every one of them, every one of them. It was a lady that played a piano in New Orleans. She's over 100 years old. They said, why are you still alive? She said, I haven't written my final song. I still have a song in me that I want to write. I don't, and she says, and every day I wake up, I go, I think I have a new song. When they told me I had a year to live, I said, oh, no, I have sermons I haven't preached yet. I ain't got time to die. <laughs> Come on. There was a guy that did artwork. I said, Why are you alive? I haven't painted my final painting. I, don't, I haven't painted it yet. See, people die inside long before their body does. Hope deferred makes your heart sick. Get your hope back. Come on, y'all. Amen. See, give me at least one. Oh, God, I got 50%. I'm not happy with that. But I had a mental image that they would do better than that. I'm going to keep working on that dream. And one of these days, I'm going to preach this first crowd, and they're going to get excited. Father God, thank you for this morning. Every one of us in the sound of my voice. I pray now. They don't, that everybody in this room does not go home and go, I'm not a good sermon. I pray every one of them would take what they heard today to heart. What am I thinking about? Because it is hindering, it's either making me or breaking me. And I'm going to choose from now on to think God's thoughts on purpose in Jesus' name. Say, me too. Well, 60%, that's pretty good. Y'all have a good day. Spirits, amen. Say, the joy of the Lord is my true Noble, just, pure, lovely, and of a good report. Those are the things we think on. Amen? Praise God. Say, Jesus is Lord. Come on, say, Jesus is Lord. John 16, 27 says this. For the Father himself, that's all. That's one verse you can wake up to every morning. The Father God himself a lot of people believe in Jesus' love, but they're having a hard time with God, you know, of the Old Testament. He's also the God of the New Testament. And Jesus said, the Father himself loves you because you believed I came from him. John 16, 27. Y'all have a good day. God bless you. Churchwide prayer tonight at 6 p.m. Amen. We're all going to get together and pray. Everybody. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud, and many more events. 
We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us too that if you would love to give to the what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big give now button. Or you can text 407-955-5345. And remember, our pastor's vision is this. We grow Christians. So we thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.